Chapter 103. Via Tonari, Bolivia. Search for the Bolivian recurve bill. We arrived at 2am, and I was worried I'd have to wander the streets looking for a hotel. The driver and everyone else seemed to curl up and fall asleep, though, so I did the same. He let us sleep until about 6.30 in the morning, which is very decent of him. The city was just waking, and all the indigenous people were carrying their vegetables, other wares, and setting up stalls for the day. When it reached a reasonable hour, I started looking for a hotel, but everywhere seemed to be full. I finally got into a hotel, took my smelly bag of clothes to the laundrette, and had a cheap five boliviano, 30 pence lunch, with soup and steak. The next day I planned on heading back down the new highway to Via Tonari in the lowlands, my last stop before going up to La Paz. There was a bus leaving at 7.30am, but I slept in and missed that. I was pretty sure they left throughout the day, though. I emailed a guy running a bird conservation NGO called Bennett to see if I could get some information on where to find my next birds. The supposedly new road was in pretty bad shape, and half of it seemed to be under construction. The street vendors were making full use of the situation, selling ice creams and other tidbits. I got dropped off at the side of the road in Via Tonari, right next to an English sign saying, Clean Cheap Rooms. I was tired and couldn't be bothered to look around, so I checked in there. It had a pretty garden, but there were so many mosquitoes. I felt like I was back in the Benny. I asked a nice lady at reception about getting to Carrasco National Park, and she gave me instructions about where to catch various taxis. It sounded expensive, so I started to walk, but they turned out to be communal taxis and only about three Bolivianos each. I arrived at the end of the line in a little village called San Rafael, from where it was about another kilometre to the park entrance called Guacheros. That's the local name of the oil bird, a weird kind of night bird that lives in caves. I'd already seen them in Nambora National Park, and you had to pay for a guide to accompany you in, so I didn't bother. Via Tunari is at 290 metres altitude, but the two birds I was looking for, a little grey bird called the Ashi Antren, and the rusty brown Bolivian recurve bill only started at 700 metres. I needed to get up higher. I scanned the area and made a few mental notes for tomorrow. I walked back to San Rafael and saw a taxi pulling away just before I got there. I started walking back, swatting mosquitoes the whole time, hoping another taxi would come along, but it didn't, and I ended up walking the four kilometres back to Paractito on the main road. From there I waited for a taxi to Via Tonari, but it was almost dark when I arrived. I had a refreshing cold shower and went to try and find something to eat. There was a long row of restaurants all serving fish, and I plonked myself down at a table on my own and ordered the cheapest fish I could find and picked the numerous bones out of it whilst watching Toy Story 2 dubbed in Spanish. I was so tired I didn't even notice the numerous mosquitoes in my room and fell into a deep, deep sleep. I was up early and started walking along the road, but soon flagged down a taxi. I got to San Rafael again and toyed with the idea of paying to get into the park, but on the way I saw a little hidden trail going up a steep bank into the forest, so I decided to check it out instead. I went up and up, and the rain came down, so I pulled out my blue plastic sheet to shelter under. The trail led to a little hilltop with a field in it. I was worried I'd stumbled into a marijuana plantation at first, but I think it was cassava instead. They have a similar shaped leaf. I didn't see much of interest, so walked back along the track a little way and went down another road. It led along one side of a valley towards some mountains in the distance with pretty lush forest, so I kept on walking using a little towel to swat insects with, a trick I'd learned in the Benny. The track seemed to crumble away when I reached a pink school and another side track branched off uphill. I decided to follow this. It was weird to think why anyone would build such a good track 
like this up a mountain, and I got thinking that it might have been an old Inca trail. The scenery was pretty beautiful, and I was really enjoying the somewhat long walk. Obviously not many people came up here. The trail passed a few patches of forest, and I saw quite a few nice birds, but there was no sign of my brown and grey ones I was looking for. I was really tired, and I felt I'd walked far enough, so I started heading back. After the school, I chatted with a little old indigenous lady, walking in the same direction. She asked if I'd been to El Palmar, a village further down. That was the same name Bennett had told me for the species I was looking for, so I'd obviously found the right place. My feet had been wet all day, and the wrinkles in them started getting quite painful. The first stages of trench foot. I wasn't sure about tomorrow. I was absolutely exhausted. A lot more so than I would have expected to be. I felt there was really something wrong with my body. Not something I'd eaten, though. It must be something from the mosquito bites. I started to worry about malaria. I was getting a fever, and when I finally reached a spot in San Rafael where taxis left, I really couldn't have walked another step. I wanted to get back and lie down. I finally got back to the hotel. I'd been sweating all day and felt really dirty, and I knew I had to wash my feet if they weren't going to get infected. It was all that I could do just to jump under the cold shower for a minute and get into bed. I checked my body temperature with an electric thermometer I had, It was really high, over 39 degrees. I was sure it was malaria. I slept in until nine and felt much better, but certainly in no state to go birding. I decided the most sensible thing to do would be to catch the bus to Cochabamba. I hobbled to the market where I got ripped off on a cheap breakfast. Disgraceful taking advantage of an invalid like that. I went back to pack and lie down a bit before I left. I wasn't hungry, but forced to lunch down myself before getting on a bus to Cochabamba. I had visions of finding no room, but they had one at my usual place, Hostal Elise, and I picked up my bag that I'd left with them. The last few days I hadn't really been taking care of myself too well, again, so I made a mental note to make sure that I had some fruit every day and start eating more healthily. I went out for dinner, but all I could find was fried chicken again. I did buy some vitamin C, though, and chomped down a very sour, weak supply. If I was still ill tomorrow, I'd go and see a doctor. I didn't sleep well, headaches and fever all night. I started to feel sure it was malaria, so I chomped down a couple of old malaria tablets that were crumbling in my first aid kit. I slept a bit after that and started to feel a bit better, waking refreshed. I went for my usual breakfast of hot, thick purple api and a greasy pastel. I bought some tuna. Not the fish, but the cactus-like fruit of the same name. It has hard, round seeds inside, not unlike ball bearings. 